0: a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on Leading & Learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading & Learning. This is episode number 151. The title of today's show is Saving Easter. And as this is being recorded, Easter is just a little over a month away and I wanted to share an excerpt from my book, Reflections on the Resurrection. And today's show is brought to you by Reflections on the Resurrection, now available in paperback as well as an e-book. And uh, I wrote Reflections on the Resurrection after uh, spending a, a time of personal study and meditation uh, and contemplation just really exploring what the resurrection of Jesus means for us today. And what I found was in the early church, the resurrection and the preaching of the resurrection of Jesus from the dead was central to their preaching. And, and I don't think that it's today that we're, we're purposefully neglecting it. It just seems that that's how it kind of works out. And, and the resurrection often gets kind of pushed aside until Easter. And so that was the reason I wrote the book. Um, it's part apologetic, part devotional, and part educational. But I know you're going to love it. There'll be a link in the show notes. And here is a chapter from Reflections on the Resurrection. Saving Easter. We start off with a passage of scripture. Later, Joseph of Arimathea asked Pilate for the body of Jesus. Now, Joseph was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly because he feared the Jews. With Pilate's permission, he came and took the body away. He was accompanied by Nicodemus, the man who earlier had visited Jesus at night. Nicodemus brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds. Crucifixion has long been regarded as one of the most brutal means of execution ever invented. The Romans were masters at it and used crucifixion to keep the empire in check. Whenever there was unrest in some part of the Roman Empire, the military would brutally crush the rebellion and crucify any who survived to be arrested. The sight of people being crucified publicly suffering slow and agonizing deaths over the course of several hours or even days, was often enough to prevent another rebellion in that sector. The horror of crucifixion did not stop at the condemned person's death. The bodies would be left on the crosses for several days as a reminder to what happened to those who rebelled against the Roman government. One can easily imagine what the hot sun the vultures, and other animals would do to those bodies. After several days, what was left of the corpses would be thrown into the trash heap outside the city. Crucified criminals were not entitled to a burial. With this background, the above passage about Joseph and Nicodemus' role in the burial of Jesus becomes even more significant. It took a courageous man to approach Pilate and ask for Jesus' body. Jesus had been crucified for proclaiming himself as a king. Anyone who associated with Jesus could be considered a suspect as well. There was no reason to expect Pilate to release the body to them. Jesus, after all, had been executed for being a threat to the Roman Empire. Perhaps Perhaps Pilate's release of Jesus' body confirms the gospel accounts of his reluctance to have Jesus killed in the first place. This small gesture of releasing his body was something he could do to ease the grief of Jesus' followers. No matter why Pilate released the body, this event was pivotal in the resurrection story. In removing Jesus' body from the cross, these two men were would have checked it carefully for any signs of life. While not part of the inner circle of the twelve disciples, Joseph and Nicodemus were believers who obviously, obviously cared about giving Jesus a dignified burial. If somehow Jesus had survived the crucifixion and somehow his friends had missed the signs of life, the burial wrappings with the 75 pounds of burial spices, would have sealed the deal. Jesus would have asphyxiated in that setting. After preparing the body, Joseph and Nicodemus put Jesus in Joseph's own tomb and then sealed it. This is another important factor. They put the body in a specific tomb and then closed the tomb as they would for any other person who had died. There would be no mix-up about where Jesus' body was placed. They knew exactly where they had put him and carefully sealed the tomb by rolling a large stone against the entrance. This simple act of ensuring that Jesus was really dead and then giving him a proper burial is one of the most important pieces of evidence for the resurrection. If Jesus' dead body had been disposed of on the city trashed up, There would have been a break in the chain of evidence. Of course, God is almighty and could have still raised Jesus from the dead, even in the city trash dump. It would not have had the same impact, however. With multiple witnesses observing Jesus' dead body removed from the cross and then buried in a specific tomb, everyone understood that he was really dead. When the women came to the tomb on that Sunday morning, they came expecting to find the dead Jesus still in the tomb. Joseph and Nicodemus had a significant role in the Easter story, and we can be thankful for their care of Jesus' body as it led to one of the clearest arguments for the resurrection of Jesus. Food for Thought Joseph and Nicodemus were not open followers of Jesus, and yet they played a significant role in the resurrection. Don't ever downplay your role in God's story just because you might not be a professional minister. God has a plan for each of his children. Well, now it's your turn. I'd love to hear from you about this important chapter, saving Easter. What are your thoughts when you think about the resurrection of Jesus? And if you're not a Christian I'd love to hear from you too. What are your thoughts about the resurrection of Jesus? But I'd love to know what what you think if you're a believer even if you're not. But if you are a believer, what are your thoughts on the resurrection? Uh, did it make any difference? As to to whether or not uh, Jesus' body was placed in Joseph's tomb. Would it have made any difference if he'd been tossed on the trash pile? Let me know what you think. Go to davidspell.com. Leave me a question or a comment in the comment section for today's post. And I'd love to be able to stay in touch with you. So while you're there, make sure you subscribe to get my free newsletter. Just put your email in the uh, box at the top right of the page... And we will be able to stay in touch with you. I send out three blog posts a week, and I also send out a members-only uh, newsletter that goes out once a month to my subscribers. And I'm not going to give your email address away. It's just for my use only, just so I can stay in touch with you to um, let you know projects I'm involved in and to, uh, to send you some, some extra bonus helpful information um, at least once a month in our newsletter. So make sure you subscribe. Well, friends, it's been great being with you today. Check out Reflections on the Resurrection. If you like it, get a copy. Leave me a review on Amazon. Those always help. If you enjoy this podcast, go to iTunes and leave me a review. A, a, a good review helps push us higher in the ratings so we can get our content to more wonderful people just like You. So until next time, this is David Spell from Leading and Learning, encouraging you to pursue your passion.